Welcome back, ATL family. I'm Joe King. I'm with the great Sergeant Kit Wolverton, and this is our 12th message from the host. Before we introduce our next guest, uh, I want to say congratulations to all of the new lieutenants and sergeants that got promoted. Uh, I want to give a special update on two people that were part of this podcast, and ATO listeners got to hear their stories. Sergeant Gordon Fulton and Lieutenant Andre Taylor. The listeners know the path they took to get where they're at today. Um, very proud of them, and um, I just want the listeners to to know that when their episode hit, their promotions were in the works, but we did not know for sure. But now we know they're they are promoted, and Gordon's a sergeant, and Andre's a lieutenant. I want to give a special thank you to ATF Agent Davison for the amazing swag. You know, she sent me some uh, ATF patches and coins. Pretty cool. Sergeant Daniel Harp of Gainesville PD, thank you for taking steps to take care of your troops. Uh, you know, there's departments across the country that reached out to Dallas PD about the wellness unit, and you took steps, uh, sent a very nice email, and we're going to be getting together soon up there in uh, Gainesville to see if we could help uh, create uh, y'all's own wellness unit. I want to say a special thank you to DEA agent Guy Baker for setting up the episode with the Western Australian police uh, detectives. They're here for a 90-day special assignment, and I think it's kind of described as a exchange student-type uh, scenario, and the the listeners are going to love that episode, uh, especially with the heavy Australian accents. The ladies are going to love it. Uh, they're two really good guys. And it's fascinating to hear their style of policing, their court system, their prison system. And we're going to talk about their experiences here uh, with DEA in the United States. Now, I want to welcome on our guest. We're going to highlight to, for today's message of the host. It's my honor to welcome on members of the Dallas Association of Young Lawyers. Kathleen, Justin, and Alex, welcome to the show. Thanks. Thank you. Happy to be here. here. Thank you for inviting us today. So I want to I want to get get into the history of uh, your association and also your mission and how you got involved with the ATO. But first, Kathleen, can you kind of tell the listener a little bit about yourself, uh, and then we'll just kind of go around the table. Sure. As you said, my name's Kathleen, and I am the current chair of the Freedom Run this year. Um, my day job is that I am the legal program director of a nonprofit in Dallas called Mosaic Family Services. Okay. Justin? Hey, Joe. My name's Justin Gobert. Um, I uh, am actually sort of an old young lawyer um, at this point, um, but I uh, am a previous co-chair of uh, the Freedom Run and was a past president of the DOAL. Um, I am the assistant general counsel for Garland Independent School District, so I'm an attorney for uh, one of the largest school districts here in the DFW area. Nice. Alex? Yeah. Hi. Um, I'm here wearing a, a few hats uh, today. You do uh, have a lot of hats stacked up there. That's right. <laughs> um, so I am representing the Dallas Association of Young Lawyers. I'm on the board of directors, helping uh, organize the run this year, the Freedom Run, as one of the co-chairs. And I am representing my uh, law firm's uh, Military Veterans and Partners Network, which has sponsored the VIP tent at the, the Freedom Run. So Haynes and Boone um, is excited to partner 
uh, with with the run again this year. Nice. Shout out Haynes and Boone. Since we're on the topic of Dallas Association of Young Lawyers, uh, can somebody give like a history of uh, of that organization? Sure. So I'll um, I'll speak as a kind of former president of the organization. So we started in 1920 um, as a organization for young attorneys in their career um, to have a network uh, of um, other attorneys to sort of build their business as well as kind of do professional development and that sort of thing. Our our purpose really as an organization is to um, enrich the lives of young lawyers, but also serve the community. Um, and Freedom Run is, is a big part of that serving the community. Um, but in the over 100 years since um, DOL has been, been in existence, um, we've had thousands of members go through the organization. I think we're usually around 26, 2700 members um, at a time um, and typically do hundreds of events a year, both to uh, serve lawyers and serve the community. So in addition to the long history of DAYL, the Freedom Run also has a very long history. This is our 23rd annual year of running. It was founded after 9-11 by a group of lawyers who wanted to give back to first responders in recognition of what happened. And every year it is held right around 9-11 in recognition of both the, you know, the continuing um, honor that they have and the sacrifice they made, as well as the honor and sacrifices that are made by our first responders here in our community. Yeah, uh, in honor of 9-11, uh, 2001, so this is the 23rd year of this event, and ATO uh, ATO has been a partner for a long time with Yeah, I, be- I, I believe right, right at the first one, it was for the American Red Cross, because we wanted to get aid immediately to New York, um, but I think it was every year after that, so starting in 2002, we wanted to continue service to first responders right here in in our own community okay so when it was started in the 20s uh this is a a texas-based and dallas-based association yes so doal or dallas association of young lawyers we say doal because it's a mouthful i can't say that so i'm I'm, I'm just spelling it it out i look i was involved in the organization for almost 10 years and still can't say it so um yes so it is attorneys in the dfw area um, that are in the kind of early stages of their career. Um, and um, it, it has just produced so many great leaders in the DFW area. They go on to do some, some really amazing things. And it's, it's a real platform uh, for young lawyers to really launch their career. And for any lawyers who are listening, we actually changed the membership criteria really recently. It's uh, any lawyer in their first 12 years of practice. So if you're an older guy like me who spent time teaching and being in the Air Force for a while before you got around to law school, uh, you can be in uh, a good standing for uh, quite a while. What is your current membership? Do you know? It's right around 3,000, I think. Okay. Is that where it usually hovers around, like somewhere in there? Yeah, so somewhere in there. As, as Alex mentioned, we just changed the criteria and recognition of, um, you know, we really wanted to expand access and just expand interest um, with DIY All, but also just recognizing that, you know, people can come and go in their involvement. So they may get, have it very intense, you know, jobs early and then have the time to give back more kind of after several years of practice. Okay. So the Freedom Run um, ATO is very gracious for Every year we, we, we uh, partner up with you for this event, and uh, 
the money that's raised it goes to the uh, ATO and and we put that money to, to work with our confidential counseling program as well as our uh, financial assistance of police and fire in the Metroplex in I think that's probably still stays with the original mission of the Freedom Run going back to 9-11 because so many police and fire uh, were injured and and, uh, and tragically died that day and honestly years later there are still several uh, first responders that are that uh, have passed from the cancer from from that event from uh, the buildings you know crumbling and uh, it, yeah there's like all kinds of I think I think that 9-11 pulled back the curtain on a lot of uh, rare forms of cancer that we didn't even know existed and they were uh, you know firefighters are really specific when it comes to getting a certain type of cancer that that has come from fire and, and the smoke inhalation that they have to they have to battle all the time so yeah there's out of tragedy there's also awareness made too that uh what these first responders have to have to combat all the time yeah and i think that 9-11 really revealed the need for continuous support ongoing a commitment to these these people who serve us Right. I mean, it seems like every few years you see John Stewart going back to the Capitol to make sure these health benefits are being secured for, you know, an event that took place 23 years ago. I'm glad you brought up John Stewart because, yeah, he is he has been uh, a huge fighter in the corner for uh, first responders uh, after 9-11. And and you're right. It needs to, the message keep, needs to keep getting out there uh, to keep it going because the ball doesn't stop bouncing anywhere there's in 9-11 was a historic event but there's events that go on daily that nobody hear about hears about I mean we talk about a lot of the people that come on this podcast that tell their stories of the worst day of their life that most people never heard of they never make the news and that's daily and across the country and, and globally yeah, I agree. I think the biggest honor of being a co-chair um, is being on the stage and being able to present and recognize the first responders who are honored every year. So we recognize officers that are killed or injured um, every year at the Freedom Run. And so we will be doing that again this year with specific officers. And so being able to give a plaque to them or their families as appropriate is extremely meaningful. And I know that's a main reason why many people come out again and again is to able to provide that, that support and recognize what they did. I, I was just going to add, you know, the this event, the first event took place in November of 2001. And so um, we've just inherited a, a legacy of, of a great event that we have so much appreciation that um, the DOAL members that form that organized that first event were able to put a massive event on within eight weeks of the attacks of 9-11. And having been involved in planning this event for several years it um, really amazes me that they were able to accomplish that and so um, so much appreciation to the folks that were part of the original planning of this event and really do feel honored to have been a part of um, kind of the long legacy um, that this event has had and you know the opportunity to give back to first responders through it the original motto after 9-11 was always never forget right and so we get to be a part of that enduring commitment to not forget 
Yeah, and I think it says a lot, too, that, as Justin alluded to, we have so many members of DOIL who are on this committee for years. And so I do want to give a shout out to our current members, but also to our former members, because we start planning this event in December, January of each year. And we have a committee of 12 right now, and it really takes that to plan it, as well as all the volunteers, sponsors, vendors, everyone. ATO brings so many people out every year. Um, so it takes a, a large group to put on. And so just also thanking everyone who's participated before. Yeah, please give any mentions and shout outs you want to give because, uh, you know, trust me whenever I say that if you lose somebody out, your friends will let you know. <laughs> well, I, I think that the biggest shout out that we can give is to the executive director of DOL, which is Sherry Harris. She's been with the organization maybe 30, close to 30 years now. Um, and DOL would not be the organization it is um, without her. DOL is really considered sort of one of the premier, um, not only young lawyer organizations in the country, but bar associations generally. And um, that wouldn't be the case without Sherry, but she's played such an instrumental part in the Freedom Run and just keeping it going for for so many years. So there's been incredible volunteers and and all of the people, Alex, Kathleen, everybody that has served on the Freedom Run Committee, they have full-time jobs. And so they're doing it in their free time in the evenings, on the weekends for a massive event that takes a lot of hours um, and so much credit to them and appreciation for the work that they do. Um, But we also have to go back and give Sherry so much credit too because she's the consistent presence over um, the entire history of Freedom Run. I'm really glad you mentioned that because I this is my first year on the other side of the table, you know, in the organizi- organizing role. I, I've run the Freedom Run twice, um, and I'm excited to run it a third time um, after we do all of our ceremonies. But as a runner, I know just how much work goes into, like, all these little aspects you don't even think about whenever you just show up on race day. There's so many behind-the-scenes tasks that have to be done, and usually there's a full-blown running company with full-time employees handling every one of these aspects like website social media merchandise promotion like the logistics of the run getting your city uh permits like there are so many things that have to happen and we have one full-time employee and this is one of the many things she has to do (laughs) so Cherie gets a lot of uh kudos I don't know how she does it all. Yeah, and because it is sort of volunteer run and we are taking on all those aspects of kind of planning the logistical aspects of the event, that allows us to save that money of paying a vendor so that we have you know more money to be able to contribute to ATO, which is really you know why we all do this. And so um, people spend countless number of hours um, for purposes of being able to hand that check to, to ATO so that ATO can continue to do the amazing work that they do. Yes, and last year we were very proud to give over $17,000 back to ATO um, from this run, and I have made a challenge to the committee that let's do 20 or more for the, for um, ATO this year. And those are real dollars, not just the billable hours we're not <laughs> charging. You know. Right, right, yeah. So you're, you're actually charging us today to, to do this podcast. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, be being in the nonprofit world and and running uh, and being part of a lot of events, it, there is a lot that goes into each event. I know that two of y'all went to our purse bingo uh, a few weeks ago, and you got to see us all up on stage. And uh, it, but y'all basically you sit down, you enjoy the time, and then you leave. 
there is so much just like this race that that goes on behind the scenes you know s just doesn't happen you have there is somebody behind the behind the scene pulling strings and making that event as seamless as possible that way the runners can show up in short shorts and, and slap paper on the front and they go run a race and they're exhausted and they come and join enjoy the festivities but to set all that up it's 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 hard and it's a lot of work yeah i've I have uh, joked many times that Friedermann has probably taken five years or more off my life. Just, uh, I mean, it, uh, you know, you have issues with, is the permitting going to come through with obviously weather always presents an issue as an outdoor event, issues with vendors. And um, there's just countless number of things that are out of your control that, um, you know, go into an event that you've planned and worked so hard uh, to do. And, and um, yeah, I, I, um, retired from from planning freedom run um but you know so much uh, appreciation for you know what kathleen and alex are doing this year and um you know what everybody over the the entire 23 24 years of freedom run history have done uh, planning this event yeah the stress it takes to i mean to do the events and and, and go out and meet people and and um and you know glad hand people schmooze people and just and try to get interest in uh and and to sponsor your events because it costs money and the people that are working on it the hardest it ain't for them they're 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 doing it to make the event be uh successful and even like doing this podcast there's a lot that goes on behind the scenes and it is stressful and it does you talk about age you know it kind of in some ways ages you in dog years doing events like these because you know my hair was jet black when i started this just two years ago and now it's correct <laughs> so I'm just kidding. but no it, there is like. a lot that goes on behind the scene and uh, to make things run from the social media to the promotion to meeting people to reaching out and scheduling to planning these things because to, believe it or not the listeners may not realize this because the the product is so subpar that there's there's a lot of outlining and and setting the table to eat on these things and uh it's not always easy but yes i agree joe and you know one thing that would make it a little less stressful for us is if we had some people volunteer that early morning shift is always the hardest to recruit people for it starts at 5 30 a.m so if you have any really active listeners out there that happen to be awake already we do take volunteers and you will get a really fancy volunteer shirt in addition to our um, runner shirts which we redesign every year so we redesign our medals we redesign our shirts and we actually completely redid our website this year um so we're very proud of that you guys should all check it out it's www.freedomrun.com um and that's where we also have our volunteer registration as well and i'll add one more thing i'll make some news i don't know that we've actually put this out online yet breaking news here breaking news first time ever Instead of a participation medal that you're going to throw away or put in a drawer, we have opted to get Freedom Run branded plush running socks. The little tab that protects your ankle and everything. These are going to, these are so nice, guys. We got these new samples in. They are going to be socks you're going to wear for years to come. And they're, they're, I'm very excited about it. I'm glad you went the sock route because for a second there, I thought you were going to brand the runners like, "Hey, you here's your participation brand." Yeah, that, that'll be real nice. You got a lot of people signing up right now. We don't have to do that. It's the beginning of September. It's going to be hot enough outside, oh, as yeah. it's held. 
yeah, I was, I was, I was born. You said branded them. I was like, my eyebrows raised, but I, I don't get up until 11 a.m. anyway, so I, I won't be there for that first part. Um, there is volunteers for the cleanup too. So, yeah, uh, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, no, I know all about the cleanup because once the fun's over, people scatter and there's a wasteland, literally, to yeah. take care of. Yeah, I think I have thrown my back out three or four years in a row at Freedom Run because you're like the five people that are left to clean up after. Yeah. So, again, to find the information, where do they go? Go ahead and tell the listener again. Sure. Our website is www.freedomrun.com. Um, our, we are still accepting sponsors, so if you're interested in being a sponsor, that deadline is September 9th. Um, we are also looking for vendors, so if you'd like to come participate as a vendor. Um, we've had different gyms. We've had you know just various running companies in the past. That information is on the website, as well as information about our vendor requirements. And then, of course, our volunteers can also sign up via our website as well. Um, I'd also encourage you to check out, we have some various social media options as well. Our Instagram is D-A-Y-L dot Freedom Run, and our Facebook is The Freedom Run. We post information. Um, we're just about to post our t-shirts. So you can see the design. We post coupons as, as well as packet pickup, anything else you might need or want to hear about. Uh, Kathleen, friendly amendment. I think you may have accidentally just said our sponsor deadline is September 9th. The race day is September 9th. <laughs> Our uh, new sponsor deadline is August 9th. So is that correct? A month out? That is correct. You can okay. tell what I am thinking about and dreaming about yes, right now. That's is right. September we just 9th. want it to be done, right? Um, but yes, uh, actually on our website, on freedomrun.com, if you scroll down to the sponsor section, there is a link to the sponsorship information, uh, which is something we, we uh, have added. The, the website itself, I'll give one specific shout out to the team who, who worked on that. Uh, the website is beautiful this year, really nicely reworked. So you, you as a potential sponsor want to get up on that website and you want to get up on the back of our t-shirts because uh, they're going to be beautiful. And, and Joe, I know you've got listeners all over. So even if they're not in the Dallas area, I believe there is an opportunity for people to sign up to participate virtually as well as the, you can always send cash too, um, to, to support the Freedom Run. Yeah, cash is always accepted uh, for uh, nonprofits and associations and uh, for for charitable reasons. And if you want to come out and get branded, we could probably set that up too. <laughs> um, and I'll just mention, uh, I don't know if we've actually said it yet. This is a 5K race, right? So this is not something that's going to take all day. It's a short race, you know. For, for those of you who don't understand kilometers, that's like 3.125 miles. Um, <laughs> and for those who are scared by 3.125 miles, there is actually a one-mile option. And lots of people who walk either the 5K or the, the mile. So don't feel like you can't participate if you're not an especially good runner. Um, don't be intimidated. It's it's more of a, a fun run, uh, family-friendly. No one's trying to shame you for your speed or pace or anything like that so please come out yeah uh we have a strong uh, ato supporter jennifer grantham who runs uh white rock daily and uh she would uh she could probably skip this uh she just go along the over three miles skipping and be fine and not break a sweat and uh the the freedom run for people that are in dallas and want to participate it's it's in the the i guess it's the ron kirk pedestrian bridge is uh the area the trinity groves area 
um, and it starts early, so I know college football season starts soon, so you can run, get done, and still have time to, to watch college football. And when you're done, at the Haynes Boone VIP tent, there will be alcohol, there will be coffee, there will be tacos, uh, breakfast tacos donated by Desperados. Um, I believe our, our beer sponsor is Four Corners Brewery. Uh, there's going to be lots of goodies, um, lots of treats waiting for you at the end. And Kathleen alluded to this, um, the recognition of officers. But to, to me, that is what the event is all about. And it's the opening ceremonies. Um, and it's, it's a beautiful opening ceremony. And so if you're participating, um, I would encourage you to come early to make sure you catch the opening ceremonies. And even if you're not participating in the 5K, I think it's something that um, you should come and check out. Um, it, it is uh, to be able to recognize either fallen officers, their, you know, their families, peop- uh, those that have been injured in the line of duty. Um, it's just really touching and it reminds you why all the work that you've put into this um, was worth it. And um, so really do encourage and usually there's national anthem, sometimes a flyover and so just some really cool things. So it's a it's a very neat um, uh, opening ceremonies and uh, DPD is a big part of uh, participating in that and they're a great partner um, to make sure that that opening ceremonies goes off really smoothly. It's an event for remembrance, for support of our first responders. And I'm sitting here, I can't imagine just less than three months out when the first one uh, was held in November of 2001. I can't imagine the, the, the message that sent. Pretty powerful. All right, guys, I want to give a final um, final forum here. Got anything else you want to get off your chest? Yeah, so um, for anyone who, you know, so for all of those who have been sold on the Freedom Run, I wanted to let you know that our prices are increasing on August 14th. Um, so make sure you register quickly to get the best deal best deal in pricing. Um, and we, just another reiteration, we're super grateful to get to work with ATO, that this is our 23rd year, that we hope to continue for this in the future and just expand the partnership and make sure this race becomes one of the really premier race events celebrating 9-11 in the Dallas community. Yeah, ATO has been uh, a great partner for DOL and the Freedom Run and the DPD. I I just want to, again, give them uh, a big thank you for all that they've done. Um, DPD usually contributes a lot of officers to volunteer for the event. Um, And especially a big shout out to Ed Lujan. Um, Ed has been just an incredible partner for the Freedom Run and at just it would not the the things that DOL and the Freedom Run have accomplished would not have been possible over the last several years without Ed and uh, glad to call him a friend now because of the work that we've done together through Freedom Run. Yeah, I, I would echo all those things. Um, and with Ed, uh, you know, I feel like we've we've grown close. He had me arrested at the most recent Bags event, the uh, the bingo for. <laughs> Come back next year, that'll happen again. That's right. Um, uh, the last thing I would just say is um, we we want to encourage uh, as much participation, however that looks. If you can't afford one of our sponsorship options, uh, you can put together what's called a corporate team, which is just five people that you run together. If you're a business, if you're a law firm, if you are a nonprofit or you have a unit um, here uh, in Dallas police uh, or firefighters or 
you want to put a te- together a team and run against uh, the other firms and, and groups that are participating, uh, there will be separate prizes given to the fastest team. Not only do individuals get prizes, but we give out team prizes too. So uh, participate in that. That'll, that'll also be available through freedomrun.com. So, Joe, on behalf of DOAL, thank you for having us on this podcast, for letting us come speak about the Freedom Run. Um, and thank you to all the listeners. Um, for those of you who made it the entire podcast, we do have a special coupon code for you. It is JBTD underscore 23. And we'll also put that out on the social media as well. It's a perfect way to wrap it up. Um, thank you all for your support. Uh, Thank you for your mission and uh, and for your supporters out there that listen to this. Come out, run, have a good time, volunteer, donate, and support the first responders. Mm-hmm.